Attention. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention? Yes, yes, yes. We are back. You are listening to an awesome song. It's called CMFT Must Be Stopped by Corey Taylor off his new album titled CMFT. Corey motherfucking Taylor. That's right. I'll tell you what. You want to listen to a rock album that explores so many different genres? Yes. Please check out Corey Taylor's new album. Episode 10, episode 10, episode 10, folks. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, so excited. 10 episodes deep. I'm so ready to do episode 10. This is, I'm jacked to the nines. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Uh, two episodes ago, episode 8, I am now up to 79 listeners. But that was like within a month and a half. In two weeks, in the last two weeks, when I had J-Lo for the first time of Storytime with J-Lo, we are now, Jeremiah, up to 62 listeners. 62. 62 total in two weeks. Wait, I, what happened? I thought you had 67 before. Oh, because two weeks is not long enough? Is that what we're No, about? last time I told you how many, episodes, how many listeners we had, we had like 47. Oh, so within... Like 67. No. 67 was, no, I had 79 for my own, only 62 for you, but. I thought we were trying to break the record. I thought we already broke it. We're going to break the record. All right, all right, all right. I guarantee you that one's going to break eventually. All right, good. And I have an even greater feeling that this one's going to break this time. Well, there's all this hype. I know. Man. I know. It's like, oh, I can't wait to hear the next episode. I know, I know. So, yeah, (laughs) this is episode 10, Storytime with J-Lo, part due. Due. Part (laughs) due. So welcome, J-Lo, again. Cheers. Thank you. We have a few sponsors today. (laughs) The first sponsor is Snoop Dogg Wine. Yes. Crisp, crisp red wine. 19 crimes. Cali Red. Cali Red. um, Would it be any other kind of red than Cali Red for Snoop Dizzle? My favorite part is that the likeness of Snoop Dogg is inscripted on the cork. Oh. That's some some detail. Yes, I was impressed. I like that. Good. Uh, We also have another sponsor tonight. $10.03 Marco's Pizza. Yeah. I got a super sweet deal. My girlfriend Emily helped out. I found a 30% coupon mailed to me today from Marco's Pizza. Pizza slash video rental. I mean, you can't go wrong. Video I was like, 30% off on one normal priced item. All I want is one extra large pizza to feed three people. Is this 1994? Emily went online, 50% off. I'm like, let's do that. And there was no limit. You just had to do it online. 
thrifty. That's why you're so attractive to me. Twenty dollars, twenty dollars, six cent pizza for ten dollars and three cents. I can't follow that. I was never good at accounting, but I couldn't even follow what you just said. Well, that's straight up half off. Half. Mm-hmm. Straight up, good deal. <laughs> There's a Michael Jackson joke in there. Somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so those are our sponsors: Soup Dog Wine and Marco's Pizza. All right. <laughs> I, we're going to start today's episode. We're going to get to stories eventually. But here's what I want to do first. I would like to read some emails that I got. Oh, yeah. Let me fire up the old email on my computer as I'm dialed into the World Wide Web. Is this exciting that you have caller email, like listener emails? Yeah. Gosh. I'm excited. I've had a few before, and they've just been get me fired up. Like, oh, my God, it's awesome. Or, you are the worst thing ever, I hate you, why are you doing a podcast? No one said that. I don't know, maybe they didn't. So here's one. I'll punch that guy in the mouth. I appreciate it. Or woman. First email, from none other than J-Lo's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey DK, that's how it starts. I'm, I'm excited right out of the gate because she called me DK, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Hi, DK. J-Lo's mom here. Just finished listening to this crazy podcast. Can't wait until the next one. I learned some interesting facts about his dating life that I've never heard before. LOL. I hope you are well. So, thank you, J-Lo's mom. I appreciate the feedback. (laughs) What else you got? Do we have, like, some contestants from last week's contest? Uh, Yeah, there's contestants. Is that what we're doing right away? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do that. Well, I have one. All right. Let me fire this up. Well, let's do this. What did you do today? Oh, yeah, today. Well, um, I I told myself two weeks ago that I was done uh, bringing new products to market because it's Christmas time. I need to focus on other things, but mm-hmm. my brain keeps... Like wanting to create, 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 and I'm like, dude, calm down. Quit making new stuff. Sell what you have. And I followed my own rules for I don't know a week, two weeks. Well, since that my cheese design came out the last day we were on there, so two weeks ago, what? Two weeks ago tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made something new today, and I'm really excited about it. Um, it's. <laughs> The funny thing is, is that I wanted to do this two years ago. I bought all the supplies two years ago. I made all the plans two years ago, and it has been in a garbage bag until today. Mm. I got it out, and I did it. And it's not as awesome as I had in my mind, but it has potential. And it is a... It's a Madison, a city of Madison-based design, mm-hmm. and right now it's it's street art. Okay, it's street art. I saw a guy in Europe. Um, he was making prints of manhole covers and grates and like all these like weird things in these cities across Europe. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. And two years ago, two and a half years ago, I had moved into a new house in Madison. Uh, moved from Wanakee, and I don't know if people know this, but our manhole covers in Madison are pretty rad. Did you know this? Yes. Do you know the city that's on them and where they're made? Nina. 
Yes. Well, all right. So I, I'm familiar with the Nina manhole covers. That's a thing all across Wisconsin, I believe. But I would hope to think the world. Possibly. Wisconsin's a pretty cool place. But the Madison manhole covers are a graphic representation of our Capitol Dome. Oh, I didn't and know And the that. light shining off of it. And it's a pretty rad design. Did I know this? I don't think I did. All right. Well, now you do. Yeah. It's cool. Anyway, so I, I bought a special kind of ink, and I rolled that ink across the manhole cover that's in front of my house in the middle of the street. I called my neighbor out, and I said, hey, can you stand here with these two cones and make sure no one hits me with a car? And um, I covered it in ink, and then I put some T-shirts over it and some poster board over it and a piece of plywood over it, and I, I made prints. There will be negative prints. Of the Madison City manhole covers, and that's really gonna, cool. They're gonna sit and cure for a week, and then we'll see what we get. But that's pretty a, rad. That's a neat concept. You will see this on Instagram stories tomorrow, at some point. Mm -hmm. I'll put them up there, and uh, I'm excited to see what happens. With them. Good. Tomorrow being October 28th, 2020, because listeners might be tuning in at a later point. Oh yeah. So mm -hmm. tomorrow, meaning today for. All you folks out there. <laughs> yeah. All, right. all you lucky listeners tonight that get to uh, listen to us babble over Snoop Dogg line. Some double OP. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Good. Well, it seems like you had a good day. Um, I, on the other hand, met with three prospective advanced funeral plan folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, you got two emails for me. I do. All right. I want to know a little more about what, what these people said. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick my favorite of the You're two. You're picking the winner? Yeah, so we have two official entrances. So let's back up. This contest was specific to what J-Lo needs to do on his dating profiles. Well, I think it was a specific question, and the or no, a specific idea. Um, what was proposed that I do... And bless her heart, she's a very good friend of mine, uh, Jessica Regal of the Regal Find in Middleton. It's a fantastic little gift shop. If you need new gifts, that's the place to go. And she said, oh, you need to put, you need to take the words ready to make babies and plaster it across your pictures on your dating app site uh, pictures. <laughs> and that that's the question. Is that a good move or not? And so Jessica's fantastic. I love Jessica to death. And Carla, her her trusty sidekick, like Tonto. Um, but I think Jessica is 48, and she has four children. And she's been married, happily married for 25-ish years. And so I think that that idea um, is coming from the perspective of a woman that there's two things missing. As far as her perspective, internet dating, she doesn't know much about the internet and she doesn't know much about dating, mm -hmm. I think. So that's the so that's the question we were gonna that's the question I was posed. Yes. Is that is that a good plan or not to put those words across the photographs on a dating app? Yes, that's a very extreme way of doing it, like literally plastering on every picture. I'm ready to make babies. And then it's a picture of you wearing your hammer pants or something. Hammer pants, yeah, those are big right now. Um, <laughs> You're right, they're big and yeah. baggy. And baggy. So, all right. 
Uh, mailbag letter number one. Uh, here we go. As a longtime marketer, I would say it's like a fire sale headline. Maybe that's how he sees his swimmers as a fire sale. I don't know. My worry is that headline. My worry is that this headline doesn't acknowledge the buyer he is seeking, and that perhaps he really hasn't considered enough of the qualities he wants in the mother of his children. This is my fear in his dating habits overall. Jeremiah is, let's face it, cool. Thank you very much, listener. <laughs> <laughs> He's eccentric, perhaps a weirdo. He's also loyal, stable, focused, hardworking, playful, kind, decent. He values family, words, ideas. But I think he sort of looks maybe to date himself. A cool, adventurous, light-up-the-room gal who seems the perfect counterpart to his weird life. I think his dating profiles short of advertise this, I'm sorry, sort of advertise this whole situation and adding ready-to-make-babies will just bring out more garden-variety instability into his dating life. As an experienced marketer, this is pretty long. Uh, yeah, not going to mention any names here. As an experienced marketer, <laughs> I would use the statistical data as a first pass to suss out the likely pool of buyers. He needs to be merciless about this age stuff as he likely also doesn't need to settle for a womb that's grown a lot of humans or one that is about to collapse. He should also be merciless about the total number of mouths he wants to feed even if he isn't buying all the food himself. Quite simply, Kids take up space and have schedules and school stuff and ortho appointments and illnesses, so he needs to consider this as well. Maybe he wants a total of ten with two that look like him. I don't know. He just needs to think about this. Next, I suggest he think about the woman he wants, not while he is making the baby, but later in life, later when life is challenging. When his family is facing the passing of age loved ones, when money comes and goes, when schoolwork is exhausting, when puberty happens, when he is a grandpa, when he runs into tough times in business, when his wood gets soft, pun. In short, we need to consider how to advertise Jeremiah Logeman to this person. So, an age demographic information, list of features of the womb he hopes to snag in his advertising. Is there more? Yeah. Next, we need to look at how he advertises himself. Is he advertising himself to a, as a guy who has tomatoes in the backyard and walks his dog twice a day? Or does he look like his life is all play and sexy? Is his advertising that he will bring both the eccentric lifestyle and make you a cup of tea? And there was some other stuff that um, we thought wasn't appropriate for this yeah. topic. I'll tell you what. When I read this email originally, JLo, I first thought that's a lot of energy in an email, which I like. <laughs> I'm all about the energy, listeners. Y'all know that. It's deep. It's passionate. It's got a lot of meaning to it, and a lot of good information from the eyes of a marker. <laughs> all right. So that's good. Let's hear. Did we answer the question? Did they? Did they did answer this? the question. They helped you to come up with your own solution. <laughs> All right. So let's now listen to question number, or no, solution number two 
from listener number two. And by the way, these are both pretty new listeners to the to the podcast. I think they came oh. along with with you. Oh yeah, like these saying, are, "Hey, let's go listen followers. to my podcast." It's episode nine. Yeah. Followers. All right, another undisclosed listener. <clears throat> so this is what came across. I would say that any man can make a baby. Those are in quotation marks. But the real question is, are you ready to be a husband? Do you want a queen? Do your standards of your future wife meet the same standard you will provide for her? These are important questions to ask because making babies with someone you love is probably one of the greatest experiences and hopefully the pregnancy as well. This is only what I imagine. And also, full disclosure, I am on drugs right now because I had my tonsils out this morning <laughs> at the hospital. All right. Hilarious. So I responded about the hilariousness of the drugs. Um, but I, I mentioned to her that that wasn't the actual question that was posed in the podcast. Is, so the question is, is putting ready-to-make babies across your date app pictures a solid move? So this is her answer to the actual question. Okay. I'd say not a solid move. But then again, I could talk myself into pro and con of anything. I think it's bold, which isn't bad. But then again, maybe it would be... No, I'm sorry. But then again, maybe it would out too much pressure on the relationship before it really started. Then she gets into herself a little bit here. She says, I've recently tried online dating with Bumble, and my status says looking for a relationship. Because I am. And one person I connected with had a status of don't know yet. I was almost relieved in that because there wasn't a pressure to try hard and make it work, it's kind of nice just getting to know someone. If he if he's out there ready to make babies, I might always be thinking of that and feeling a little pressure. Or wondering, is he assessing my fertility versus me as a whole person? So... That's what she says. This goes back to something I talked about a couple episodes ago with dating profiles in general where you need to put stuff out there that differentiates you. That's fair. Yep. And the fact that this one gentleman that she saw on his profile because it said, unsure. Don't know yet. Don't know yet. Unsure. And you know, that might be refreshing to some people. So maybe you stepping outside your boundaries and just literally putting on your profile is, is how I see she's recommending it is just to say it. Um, well, she first said it was not a good move and then she backed up and said maybe it is. Yeah. And I understand that. Um, my, my impression of that response was it was very intriguing to hear someone else's mm-hmm. deep thoughts on the actual act itself of the internet dating and of a match. Mm-hmm. Um, because when, like, if your option is looking for a relationship or looking to have a good time, like, to me, I think getting to know someone that. Maybe there's pressure on it. Maybe there's not pressure on it. But I think you need to get to know someone, whether you're looking for a good time or a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's has to happen first. So it's 
it was interesting to hear someone's take of, gosh, there's no pressure, or there is pressure, just because the status is looking for a relationship. Because I think if you don't get to know, like, you, you have to get to know them. Exactly. There's not going to be a relationship. Mm-hmm. So does, the relationship is an end game, but it's not, to me, I don't feel that as pressure. I feel that as a good indicator of what this person's about, mm-hmm. but we still need to get to know each other. That's right. And I don't have any pressure. I guess I just understand the end game is, yeah, this person isn't just out there floating around just trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. This person, the end game is to have a relationship. But here on a first date, second date, third date, we're just getting to know each other. And, like, not even third date, but, like, for, a, I don't know, six months, a year. Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to figure out who this person is. Because I also feel like those first few dates or even the first six months or whatever it is, that's, like, you could call that the time where they're going to try to put on their very best pants for you or it's a honeymoon stage, whatever it is. I think it takes a little bit of time, depending on the people that are in this, before the real personalities come out. I'm not saying all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm saying some, like, I don't know, some people think I'm a real jerk because I let my personality out right away. Mm -hmm. And that some people think that's off-putting, and I understand that. And some people just hang out for a little bit and say, all right, Mm -hmm. is this guy just have his heart on his sleeve right away? Or is the guy actually a jerk? Mm-hmm. And I think the people that, well, our good friend Chris Litzko has said it phenomenally. And it wasn't even to me or whatever. It was, he used to sell Mercedes Benzes. And a customer came in looking to buy a Mercedes Benz. So him as a salesman back in the day, 10, 10 years ago, wants to make a sale, right? Mm-hmm. You have to make so many sales a month or you're going to get canned. And so he wants to make a good first impression. So the customer comes in and... And it comes out early that, oh, this guy's in the Milton Fire Department, and oh, his Chris's buddy's in the Milton Fire Department. Oh, do you, hey, do you know Jeremiah? And the guy's like, yeah, I know him. And so Chris, being the professional salesman that he is, and with a big sale on the line, he says, do you love him or hate him? And I think, I think right there, like, that's key. I mm-hmm. think people either love me or they hate me. And I think it's because I put my heart on my sleeve. You don't have many middle ground walkers. As, no one's a middle in, grounder. I haven't met anybody that said, yeah, I know J-Lo. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a very true assessment. You either <laughs> love him or you hate him. And so there was a big pause there with potential car buyer. You love him or hate him. Hmm? I love the guy. All right, good. And, and they bought a Mercedes that day. Cool. Anyway. We got Somebody was there. rolling in a Benzo. <laughs> what song is that from? Me and friends, me and a, me and my friends, oh, rolling in a benzo. I have not heard that one. Oh, listeners, help me out. Somebody's got to email me that song title. Oh, by the way, I do have a question from a listener. At least it's a question that I'm, I'm trying to figure out the answer to because it's boggling my mind. A good buddy of mine was trying to figure out a heavy metal artist that he might have saw or that uh, he was in town with here in Madison. Uh, apparently they were playing J.J.O., uh, he wants to know the name of this band. It's a local Wisconsin metal band with a lead singer. So a local Wisconsin metal band that's been relevant locally in the last 10 years from Wisconsin. Help me out. It's not Hailstorm. It's not another one I can't remember the name of now. So anyways, I need the answer to that. So email me. Okay. <laughs> Winter time. Who do I think should get that award? While listener one... 
had a lot of depth to her email, a lot of challenging questions and a different, completely different way of looking at it through marketing eyes. While listener number two had a, they gave you a little bit more, well, it was just a different way of looking at it in general. Completely different way of looking at it. I personally, <laughs> with a marketing background, I got to go with listener one. And the only reason I say that is because she gave you the marketing data to figure it out on your own. It was very scientific. Yes. And I don't know. Not that I'm an, into, an analyst. Not that I'm into math because math hurts my head unless it's a nice round number like one. So, anyways. All right. Big prize. Mm-hmm. Big cheesy prize. So, yeah. What does the listener get? I, I'm not sure. I think I was much, I had a much better formulated answer two weeks ago when I had all that swag in my truck. <laughs> Anyways, listener number two, you're going to get your gift, and JLo's going to... Are you what? Two? Are we giving gifts to both people? Do you want to give gifts to both people? Yeah. All right. You heard it here first. And mom, you just get a big kiss. Mom gets a big kiss, and everybody's a winner. It's just like sixth. Sixth grade soccer, right? Well, not Everybody wins. Kids, no, they don't keep score. Our kids were kids. Yeah, everyone wins. Yeah, participants for everyone. Participants for everyone. I remember I got a. I'm pretty sure I got a seventh place ribbon. Oh yeah, from have, the grade school track and field meet. I have dozens of seventh place ribbons. <laughs> and we're gonna talk. Ribbons went to eighth, eighth place. Yes, we're gonna talk more about ribbons when I. I've already decided my next episode is going to be on things in my house. I never oh. knew I freaking had. I like that episode. <laughs> can, just I come, a, can I come back? Just a preface. <laughs> just a preface. I pull drawers and I go, whoa, <laughs> when did I have this or that? It's going to be fun. I'm going to travel around the house and we're going to have some fun with that one. All right. Let's talk stories, because I promised there would be episode two on stories, because J-Lo's stories are awesome. Oh, boy. I wish I had a fireplace down here in my DK's Amp Sound Lounge. Well, we could go to it in my, my study with a fireplace. We could, or we could just go upstairs where the fireplace actually right. is in my house, but it's not the Sound Lounge, man. It's not way upstairs. It is. I like this place down here. Yes. All right, J-Lo, what do you got for me? What, what's your next story? Stories? <clears throat> Gosh. Um, let's do a recent one. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. So I don't even know where to begin, really. Um, I was with someone for a while in 2020, and midsummer or so, it didn't pan out. And on your suggestion you told me about hinge mm-hmm. that i did and i'd never heard of hinge let's back up a second i remember 10 years 10 years ago i don't know uh seven eight six whatever it was we can say some names in this podcast correct yeah hey, greg man. banks remember greg banks i remember greg banksy <laughs> we're flying actually this isn't we worked at several jobs together, and this is a different job than where you met him. Um, we're on an airplane, and we're flying back from Atlanta, and 
we're like, we're landing. And he says, oh, get on Tinder. I go, what's that? <laughs> and he goes, it's a dating app. I'm like, oh. And we, we were just touching wheels. And I pulled up Tinder, put a username in. And I wasn't even, I wasn't even in the airport yet. And I'd already had a date at a coffee shop the next day. Wow. I would have thought you would have been like Tinder user number five at that point. I don't know when, (laughs) I can't remember when this was, but I was pretty flabbergasted that we touched ground and I loaded up five pictures on some thing and the next morning I'm having tea with somebody. That's pretty cool. It didn't work out at all, but I found it pretty (laughs) absurd that I had a date in like four minutes. I'm like, whoa. Anyway, similar, seven years later, you tell me to jump on Hinge. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Same as Greg Banks. And it's, it's almost like you, you throw in a minnow in the pond, and it's the first minnow that had been dumped in the pond in, like, ever... Because you're the fr- you're the, like the freshest picture, the freshest mm-hmm. profile, and like you just get sworn. It's it was it's you're the weird. fresh meat, buddy. It's let's weird. just say it. <clears throat> you're the fresh meat. <laughs> so you tell me to get on Hinge, and instantly, like it was like it was nutty, and and I'm at this point in my life where I want to start a family, and I'm ready to, and I've I've planned it out, and I was I've been court. Curta- is that the right word? Curtailing my business? No, it's probably not. I've been managing my business in a way that is moving it towards the ability to raise a f- to raise children and have a family. And that's the phase that I, I want to be in. Mm-hmm. And I put that... I didn't really... I didn't advertise it. That was the question. You put that across... You, like, you blast it on your, on your dating site. I didn't blast it. I did put like want kids like that's mm-hmm. a it's a field on there want kids mm-hmm. don't have kids want kids and instantly like i was amazed at how beautiful these women were and they were like all over the place and and so i was i'm i decided to be very upfront i think i think when you're in your 20s mm-hmm. or maybe early 30s maybe you want to play like this like there's a little bit of gamesmanship right in in a dating app and this like the drama and like and a little hit. bit of cat and mouse yes. and the, the flirt and that kind of thing and I understand that but I think I'm I'm a little bit past that and I also don't have time to spend like I'm not gonna sit there and text a bunch of nonsense back and forth I'm I'm pretty straight to the point just like I'm in a meeting it's like all right what's the business at hand let's get that taken care of what can you bring to the table man I'm leaving the meeting. And so the first couple people that like, oh, I like your picture or whatever else, my very first message was, hey, I'm looking to start a family. And I like, it was like kind of joke, like I kind of made it funny. I'm like, hey, like either, either your kids, do they, do they look enough like me that we can, that we can like fake out your friends that these are actually my kids until I can start believing in myself or like. Blah, blah, I was trying to, whatever, be funny about it. But bottom line is, I was like, right away, first message, I'm like, hey, this is where I'm at. I'm looking to start a family. 
And if you're looking to start a family, cool. If you're not looking to start a family, then like we got no business. Mm -hmm. And so here's the weird thing. And maybe this is another listener call-in thing is I was really taken aback at that message. The responses I was getting from that message of, hey, looking to start a family, are you at that point? These women were like, oh, like it was so wild how these, all these people were just like offering up their kitty cats, just like throwing them out in the air right at me to, for me to like grab out of the air. And then it was just so bizarre. Like it was, yeah, I'm done having kids, but like, if you just want to practice to Mm -hmm. see if like, it's still going to work when you meet that one special woman. And I'm like, I'm reading these messages and I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. And and then, so, so, first thing was, is that was just strange. I'd never seen that. But then second, like, gosh, it kind of took all the wind out of the sail. Like, they said that, and I'm like, huh. Like, so do they still want dinner first? <laughs> and so, like, but, You still got a one and dine them. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I, not. I, that might be the question. <laughs> I don't know if they still wanted to get wine and I don't know I didn't answer any of these people because mm-hmm. it wasn't like because it, it was I'm not gonna say it was gross to hear that it was I don't know I was taken aback that's for sure mm-hmm. and I was kind of in shock but anyway like I was just that was kind of weird to experience and for the record folks there are weird fake profiles that try to fish you for Amazon gift cards is that what they're after? I don't know, aren't they? Isn't everybody hustling for Amazon gift cards? No. All models are. All models are hustling for Amazon. It's easy to to understand which pictures are of a regular Wisconsin woman. Yes. Versus a person that is clearly not from here. <laughs> Correct. And the pictures are in these $10,000 evening gowns. Yes. And they're all, it's all kind of, it's very easy to tell. Correct. And I will rephrase that. Not all models are hustling for Amazon dollars. <laughs> Which is funny. I have a good friend who... And not all Wisconsin women are as advertised. That is correct. Not all Wisconsin women are as advertised. You are correct. I have a good buddy. <laughs> and we sat and had a beer a few weeks ago. And he told me... <clears throat> That he was on a dating site, and this woman was clearly way too beautiful, with way too gorgeous of pictures to actually be a real live Wisconsin woman. And they matched <laughs> on a dating site, and he never responded. He never messaged her because he just figured it was fake. Mm-hmm. And a few months later, her and her mother walked into his store and started chatting him up and they hit it off. And he realized it was the girl who he thought was a fake model from Vegas or something. Okay. And then like they had this fantastic friendship now and she lives out in New York now and she like hit him up like a year or two later and wants to interview him. She's in like some wow. school or something or some out uh, it was like an interior design program she's in whatever anyway. well i have a way different story from my first experience on tinder in terms of catfishing i did get catfished so i tried i knew what was going on 
It was obviously not somebody from Wisconsin. I'm 44. And she was like 25. Oh, hey. Hi. Let's <laughs> chat. I'm like, okay, we'll chat. I'm like, yeah, no, you're not real. You're way too young. And then uh, she wanted to switch to email. And then I was out. I bounced. I had an, I had my fun for the day. Yeah, when they're when they're done talking on one pro on one platform, and yeah. they want to have the exact same conversation on a different platform, then you're like, huh? Another platform that's not a cell phone. Mm-hmm. That's a trick. Is that what it was? I don't know. I haven't been catfished. I got catfished quite a few times on Tinder already. It's a phone or not? But people aren't saying, "What's your phone number?" I'll text you, or "Here's my phone number." Text me. These fake profiles. They want emails. Because they're selling the email to a list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. Anyway. Continue with your story. My email platform is pretty good at fishing out fake emails. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty amazed. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that was story. Is these people left and right just like tossing their kitty cats like up into the air in, in my direction. And I was like kind of flabbergasted. I haven't. I haven't responded to any of them because I just felt a little weird about it but anyway i i thought it was odd that was a little just a little story i like that story all right that was good <sighs> story another story i'll tell you what folks if you ever find wine with a rapper's mug on it buy it you gotta buy it please buy snoop dog wine oh, i'm so pushing it hard i found it at woodman's down in madison in sun prairie <laughs> I was told not to buy wine with a cute animal on the label. Okay. That was, that was a... The only reason I saw this is because I was walking out with a 12-pack of Deschutes Hazy Fresh Squeezed IPA. My favorite, one of my favorite beers to drink in the summertime. And then I see Snoop Dogg staring at me from behind the counter. Those they eyes, literally had this behind the counter. Those eyes do pierce you. They do. From the paper label. Yep. So anyways, what's your next story? <clears throat> next story. Um, freshman crush. Oh. I think we've going, all had one. You're going way back? All right. Well, it's not actually a 25-year-old story. Um, Something tells me we got to start back in 1991. Freshman year? Yeah. Oh, no, I was probably a 7th or 8th grader then. No, you graduated in 96. Six. So 1992. Oh, whatever. Two. Yeah. Somebody do the math. You, you can figure it out. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to try to keep the name out of this because that's what we're doing here. But it might be tricky. <laughs> I don't know if you can bleep me out. Uh, but anyway, so back to Hinge. DK tells me to get on Hinge, and I get on Hinge. And right, like, right away, like day two, three, girl says, oh, nice picture, whatever. And I, I look at her for a second. I'm like, eh, not really in. And then as I was actually flipping the app to, like, shut it off, I glance, like, something caught my eye, hometown, Mineral Point. I'm like, what? And I'm like, no way. I said, I thought, any person of a near dateable age from my dinky little hometown, I will have to know this person. I have to. <laughs> and so I, I, like, opened it back up, and it was, I looked at the pictures again. I looked at the name. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I had the biggest crush on this girl 
my freshman year in high school. Okay. Such a huge crush. And she would like she was major uh, players the wrong word, I don't know. She was a major catch. I think that's the word. She was beautiful, she was smart, she was this kind of like she had like this cat like personality where she she wasn't really into like the clicks. She's just kind of like back in her own place. Mm-hmm. And I like I was oh, I was mesmerized. I but like I couldn't I was just dinky little nerdy freshman <laughs> scrawny and she was dating the captain of the football team, mm-hmm. the, the quarterback from the other team, the quarterback from the other team. Oh, it's always the captain of the football team, and the offensive tackle never gets any. Right? And at the time, like, I idolized the captain of our football team. Mm-hmm. Inside linebacker, tough guy. We had a freshman class. Like, I had a class with him. Did you guys play both ways, offense and defense? We had to, bro. Yeah, because small school. J-Lo yeah. grew up in Mineral Point, by the way. I don't know if that ever came up in conversation yet. But for the record, Mineral Point is just a little bigger than Wild Rose. I said it about 30 seconds ago, but yeah. All right. I missed it. <laughs> so anyways, anyway, I wanted I to give a preface. I had a huge crush on this girl. I had class with her. I had one class with her. And gosh, it would, I would just <laughs> wait all day for that class. And I never had, like, I had zero chance. Mm-hmm. At one point... She came back to class, and she told me how she had had a date with Sam Oakey. You remember Sam Oakey? Oh, I remember Sam Oakey. Man! Sam Oakey, I'm pretty sure we played against him, Wild Rose, in a, some kind of a tournament. Would've. It might have been our summer league team, and he, that, that son of a bitch dunked over me hard. I can't defend him. I mean, the guy was one of the best players to ever come out of our state. I think he was top five recruit in the country, right? I don't yes. even know. Like, I'm not a, I don't he was a starter on the McDonald's All-American basketball team in 1994. That makes me just think of public enemy songs when you said it. Yeah. 1994. Is that what they say? 1989. Oh, yeah, yeah. Similar. Sound of a funky drama. <laughs> <laughs> Huge crush on this girl. At one point, she's dating the captain of our team. She's dating the quarterback from Darlington, dating the quarterback from some other school, whatever. Dated Sam Oakey. And she she came back to class, and she told me how Sam Oakey, on their first date, wanted to watch his suggestion for the date. What are you doing? Sorry. Sorry about the background noise, folks. Just a technical difficulty. <laughs> His suggestion on the date was that he wanted to watch his freshman playoff highlight video on their date. And she told me this, and she rolled her eyes at how ludicrous this idea was. And, all right, granted, I think as adults, we can all agree that that is a stupid idea. Yes, but... But when you're 14 years old, and you're the top five recruit in the country, yeah. and you're six foot eight or whatever you are, and you're on some date with some girl that has to drive you around because she's a junior... Like what are that, what what better idea? Like in my mind, I'm like, well, the kid was struggling. This is the only game I have. The only card I can play I'm is this video. <laughs> I'm gonna be a basketball player. Yep. Anyway, so funny little story. <laughs> and so I see this, and I'm so I open it back up, and I hit her back, and I go, "We're keeping names out, right?" Yes. So, I go, blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, LOL. 
Which classic line? If you, if you ever want to use a good line, LOL, that's the one. Yeah, that works. Especially after blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, all right, my next move was I said, "Oh my gosh, I had the hugest crush on you freshman year." She laughed at that. That was like it was almost like blood in the water. Mm-hmm. She like grabbed onto that. And she didn't let go. And she, like, so, whatever. So, we start texting the next day. And and so, I got to say, like, you and I can sit here and tell high school stories. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you a good story. And you'd be like, oh, that's so funny. That's so rad. Whatever. Yep. You can tell me stories. And I think your stories are cool. Yeah. But I don't know the characters in your stories. Mm-hmm. And you don't know the characters in my stories. That's correct. But to come back and revisit age 10 and age 14 and age 18 with someone that knows the characters of these crazy stories of what you experienced oh. in your mind, what your, what the mm-hmm. weird 12-year-old thoughts were in your mind in this town, and for that person to fully understand the characters in that story all the way, it was so, like, refreshing isn't even the right word. It was... It was such a great experience to mm-hmm. share those stories and to hear them. Like, and it was, she she mentioned some some name of some friend of hers, and I'm like, and for a second there, I snapped, I'm like, oh my gosh, who? And I'm like, wait a minute, there was three sisters, right? Was it so and so and whatever and blah blah blah? And I go, yeah, that was the first naked girl I ever saw in my <laughs> life, and it was like the most <laughs> outrageous. Because I was, I was getting babysat by this really pretty girl, and I was like, I don't know, probably nine or whatever I was. And they were four, she was 14, and her best friend was also, like, super gorgeous, and she was 14. And, I, like, I randomly, like, walked down the stairs, and they're like, arm. we've been playing mud football. It had rained all week, and, the, like, the whole neighborhood is playing mud football in this little, like, between these houses. And these two insanely gorgeous girls, two a nine-year-old, were arm-in-arm in in this open shower in the basement. I was like, doo-doo-doo, walking to the basement. For some reason, I was going down the stairs, and there they are. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) Doo-doo-doo. Like, insane. And so, like, to tell. And, like, so she knows these characters in these stories, and that's what was so great. And it was, like, I don't know. So we had these really wild conversations, like, for hours and hours. It was really good. Um... Gosh, this story's going to trail off. Anyway, we get talking, and she had been through a breakup in, like, early winter, and I'd been through a breakup in, like, midsummer, and here we are chatting, and I, I don't know if I mentioned or she mentioned that she was actually supposed to be, that same week, she was supposed to be hiking through Zion mm-hmm. with her ex, a trip planned in January. And I'm like, I think she might have said it, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm actually supposed to be hiking through Zion right now with my ex, and we planned it in February, like end of February, beginning of March. And so we realized that here we are. We haven't seen each other. That's some crypto shit right there, J-Lo. 25 years. (laughs) And we were both supposed to be hiking through Zion. I'm like, wow, wouldn't that be wild if we were just like on our two vacations and Mm -hmm. we just like happened to cross each other on trails in Zion? Yeah. But would you have recognized her? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe so. I don't but know. I think your hearts would have connected immediately. But I mean, her answer to that was, well, no, because then 
that means I was going to be with, I would have been with my boyfriend, and you would have been with your girlfriend. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. So, anyway, we discover on like a Tuesday that we're both supposed to be in Zion that same week, hype, mm-hmm. right? And I, off the cuff, I'm like, well, let's just fly up there tomorrow. And her immediate, like literally two seconds later response was, I can leave Friday morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually, like for a second, I'm like, well, yeah. Let's fly to Vegas with some sleeping bags and a camp stove. That, folks, I call all in. <laughs> <laughs> and so, all right, but here's where I'm at in my life, or I guess in my year. I am... Really deep into the Christmas, I'm not sure about regular folk, but in in the business that I'm in, Christmas for me happens in October. Oh, yeah. And, like, my stores buy my stuff in October. I have to buy my stuff in September, October, and I have to get it to my stores, or make it, buy it, whatever. And I have to get it to my stores mid-October. So they can put it out first of November, so they can have two solid months of Christmas sales, and that's how stuff happens. And like I am deep, like right now, like what? What is it today? Today is Tuesday, the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty seventh of October, mm-hmm. and I am deep into Christmas right now. Mm-hmm. It gets wild at my place. Like your Christmas starts even below, even before the Fleet Farm toy. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's big shit in Wisconsin. Toy World has nothing on me. Toy World has nothing on me. Oh, it's Toyland. Toyland. Thank you. Yes. So Farm and Fleet Toyland has nothing. Zero. On J-Lo's. So I'm deep in this. (laughs) And, like, I'm I'm doing some pretty nutty work. And I'm thinking this through. I'm like, can I really take a week and just disappear? With no cell service, like hike through Zion, hike through Bryce, hike mm-hmm. through Canyonlands for a week, just like fly in, mm-hmm. and and like so the business guy in me, the cool dude in me is like, yeah, do it, and the business guy in me is like, dude, you can't do that, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I suggest this person lives an hour and a half away from me, and halfway between her and I is Beaver Dam. And she has two dogs. And I pitch, in response to her saying, I can leave Friday morning <laughs> for Zion, <laughs> my response is, um, how about we just meet in Beaver Dam at a dog park? Mm-hmm. And her immediate response is, I disagree with that, but I will do it anyway. There you go. And so we get talking more and more and more, Tuesday, Wednesday. Blah, blah. And then I'm like, you know what? This, like, dog park, that's a, that is, I, I agree with her now. That's a pretty stupid idea. Dog park. For a date? Um, for where we were in our conversations. So oh. Talking okay. about the things we were talking about. Yeah. And these childhood things and these experiences, like these wild experiences, like the wildest. I'm not going to get into it. But, so, but think of the wildest childhood experiences that you have ever had. Probably crank it up in our two notches, and it's like that over and over and over again. I got you. 
And <clears throat> so we decided, I'm like, hey, she's a big camper. She said she camped here, camped here, camped here, whatever. And I'm like, all right, let's go camping. So I, I took her out into, she met me at my place. We went out into the woods, like straight up woods, like not a campsite, not, not a trail, not on a map, like deep. And it was just like, and I thought this was going to be just, I don't know, like a night and a day or something like that. Mm -hmm. And we're packed. And it's, it's a, it's a several mile hike in. And, and we kind of divvied up the, the weight. I think it was a little heavier on me cause she's a smaller person. Um, but I had, I had the container that had the food in it and I'm hiking up these boulders and up this creek bed for like miles. And I'm like, what the heck is in, how many, who could possibly <laughs> eat this much food in a day? Like this thing's got to weigh 34, 30, 40 pounds. And I, we get several miles in and we find the spot I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. and it's this beautiful Canyon, not a Canyon. It's this, it's a river. It's a, it's a drainage of these two bluffs. And there's this like Colorado sized boulders everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like it's very Colorado-esque in this deep forest, like kind of untouched. And then it kind of mellows out at the top into this like little area that you can kind of just like put up like five, six tents, just your buddies in you. Mm -hmm. And my buddy, a buddy of a buddy of mine discovered this thing 15, 20 years ago. And, and I'd been to this place a few times and, and I could figure out how to get there. And, and it's just, it's beautiful to me. It brings back a lot of memories and it's very, it's very private. Like you're, you're so far away from anything. Anyway, so that's where we're hiking to. And, um... We get to where we're going, and I I said something about the food, or I don't know what I said, but I thought this was like a 24-hour thing, and she had packed up all individual, everything for a jet boil, Friday dinner, Saturday breakfast, Perfect. Saturday lunch, mm -hmm. Saturday dinner, Sunday breakfast, Sunday lunch, I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. What is going on? Like, I don't think we're, for the first time in a week, we're not on the same page. <laughs> and um, anyway, I I don't know what was in her mind, but we, she definitely thought we were going to camp in the wood, deep woods for two and a half days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just the two of us, <laughs> nothing else going on. And right. I'm like, ah. But anyway, we had we had a lot of good conversation. Uh, we had like over fire and blah blah blah, and it's just it was very intense. But in the end, I didn't really feel like we were. I didn't. I wasn't in. I, that's it. I, yeah. I don't know. It's a. I'm pretty famous for having decent stories at the beginning and they kind of wind into nothing. But anyway, yeah, so there it is. I, I wasn't, I don't know, after two, after a week. Either you feel it or you don't. I didn't feel it. Mm -hmm. I never heard the rest of that story. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's I heard the beginning because I remember you telling me about... This girl from my high school. Right. Big crush. I know. So anyways, good. I think, I think we got interrupted or we started a different story completely. What? Before? Well, the first time I heard that story. Alright. That's a good story, though. Well, I hope it was decent enough. Yeah. For your listeners. You know, sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. 
Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Alma right. Joy and... How much time? Is there time for another story or what? I think so. When's the last time you had an almond Joy? Dude, I don't know. I think I only get those on a trick-or-treat. When's right. the last time you had a piece of apple crisp? About a half hour ago. There you go. That's we, pretty good. Yeah. Hey, um, what's going on with trick-or-treating? Are people... Is it canceled? Uh, well, I don't think you can officially cancel a holiday, but I think you can cancel certain portions. I heard that you might get fined if you're at your door giving candy out to people. Fined? I don't know. I'm in my own home? Yeah, you're going to get fined. You're in my own home? Is you're going to get fined. They're going to give you a citation Tyranny. for free Tyranny. candy to kids. I don't know. All I say is... Hope for freedom. <laughs> I want to I wanna put on a costume. That's all I'm saying. Um... Speaking of canceling Halloween, two blocks from your house, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, there is a goblin okay. riding, and this goblin is like life-size, okay. riding a full-on inflatable Harley Davidson. What? Two blocks from your house. No joke. Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage. That's what the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. If anybody that likes Nicolas Cage movies... Has to see Ghost Rider 1 and 2. Just oh. like this. One part two weeks ago, second part today. <laughs> we got time for another story, J-Lo. You got a another lot, quick one? before that, Ghost Rider is also a political sign with a blinking neon. Yeah, it's a Trump. Trump. <laughs> oh, that's as much. We're not going to talk politics. I <laughs> promised right. we were not going right. to talk politics right, on this story. episode. Yes. Um... Wow, so, oh, so we're famous, I mean, you're famous, this is a famous podcast, I gotta say. How is it famous? You, we, I don't know how it goes. Um, Us. We, we, we're, um, D-Kalo? <laughs> <laughs> I'll Jer- go with that. Jeremiah? <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> we, we have, stock. we have a stalker, we have... Our first internet stalker on the podcast. What? All right. I appreciate you having a stalker. How exciting is that? Very exciting, but now I know. Now I want to hear the story. So, uh, story is, um, I, I had an ex stalking me. Oh. Um, back in February. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the reason why I was a little... Interesting, because it was like a school night. It was like Tuesday or Thursday, whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah. It was a school night. And it was 10 o'clock at night. And the girl I had been dating for a while lived an hour away. So to come an hour away on a school night, and this person has early early morning Mm -hmm. work, is pretty peculiar. It was 10 o'clock at night. I'm walking the dog. And I heard this squeak, like in in the darkness. The darkness of... Of 10 o'clock February mm-hmm. on, a, on a fully, like, my street is the, the canopy street, the classic American canopy trees yep. down my whole street. and It is a gorgeous street. It's darker than dark on my street. Yeah. And um, walking the dog. So in the dark, I hear this squeak. And, like, there's a lot of wildlife in my neighborhood. I live right by the marsh, and there's, well, actually, today, I'm walking my dog. I'm a few blocks away, and my neighbor texts me, hey, there's two deer in your front yard. Anyway, so that's like normal stuff. <laughs> Not normal enough that he, he did text me, but whatever. Um, and so I hear this squeak. It did not sound, it was not a deer. It was not a squirrel. It was not a, it did not sound like an animal sound. It did not sound like a human sound. And I'm like, huh, I heard that. My dog heard it. 
and we're walking, and out of the darkness comes my ex-girlfriend. 10 o'clock at night on my street. Very weird. Mm-hmm. All dialed up. I'm like, uh, hey. What are you doing? <laughs> Which is probably would have been my natural response. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Because, all right, this is February. We hadn't dated since August of last year. Okay. And so we're talking six months yes. of no contact. Mm-hmm. And um, she goes, oh, I just came to get my stuff. I'm like, oh, without, without calling at 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> on school night. On school night. <laughs> and you just, like, all of a sudden, end of February, you needed your seven winter coats and your 15 <laughs> pairs of shoes and your bowl full of jewelry and your half mm-hmm. closet full of, like, clothes. Like, really? Like, you just stopped by tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's weird. <laughs> anyway. A bit. So, and that happened. It caused a little bit of an uproar mm-hmm. in the fam. And, um, but whatever. Well, no, it caused a big uproar. And it took a long time to mitigate the effects of that. Mm-hmm. And finally did. And then, gosh, a month ago, maybe, um, I got a picture sent to me. This is of... My ex sent me a picture of my ex previous. The one that was stalking you. Stalking me. Yep. Now stalking her. Oh. That's a that's an, a mighty amazing twist. Again, an hour away. Mm-hmm. And so my ex lives on a dead-end street in mm-hmm. a pretty quiet, secluded neighborhood. Very sort of private-y. Um, and... She took a picture of my ex walking down her street, staring right at her residence. Wow. And she took this from her car while driving. And then a block later in the parking lot of this park, she took a picture of three cars and said, is this, is this your ex? I said, it looks like her. Mm-hmm. And next picture was, is this one of these cars hers? I said, yes. And um, she goes, I need to go someplace. I'm coming right back. And if I see her, I'm going to... The show. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. She wasn't there. She called the cops. There's a police report, blah, blah. Um, anyway. This is pretty heavy. That was a month ago. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe two, month and a half, something like that. Um, but then, our podcast two weeks ago, um, I get a call or text. I get a text like two days later from my ex that says that her ex is now stalking me. Was on my social media, found out about your podcast. Wow. Listened to your podcast. All right. And started jacking his jaw about things that you and I talked about. Interesting. Two weeks ago. Wow. And, uh, so your ex stalker is stalking your ex, whose ex-husband is stalking us. That's about right, I guess. That's impressive. Yeah. So you have it. Crazy. I guarantee you we're going to have another drinker of Snoop Dogg wine. 
<laughs> it's pretty good. Maybe it'll come back and show you what it'll too. <laughs> wow! Now that's a closer, folks. That's how you close out story podcast. I need I need to make sure that people are aware that I'm not crazy. I don't stalk people. I don't have time for that. Um, but other people out there are a little it's crazy. I don't think we crazy is not very PC. Um, what's the word? Um, for crazy? What's another word for what's a PC word for crazy? Ludicrous. <laughs> Ludo. The Ludiverse. I'm finishing this, Snoop Dogg. That's cool. I was listening to some Ludicrous earlier tonight. God, Ludicrous is awesome. But we're not going to close out with Ludicrous. That would have been serendipitous. So, there you have it, folks. That wraps up. No. We're going to go back, and I'm going to tell a quick story. I'm all in. So I was laying in bed the other night. Ooh, I like it already. Watching channel... 47 dash, I think it's three. And every night from like that means. Five, 47 dash three on the I, local free TV. I don't know what that is. I have no idea. You have an antenna? Digital yeah. TV, buddy. Free. It's free. I got rid of my cable. I don't need cable. I don't have enough time to oh, watch yeah, TV. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, so, anyways, from five to like nine at night, maybe 10, on 47 dash three, here in the Madison area, you get to watch. Chuck Norris fight bad people on Texas, Texas Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, not Texas Chainsaw. No, Rangers. Walker, Texas Ranger, man. Right. Yes. So, there. I'm pretty sure it was a two-part episode, and I was watching the second episode, because Walker had to help his friend and save his friend. Every episode. He double roundhouse kicked the bad guy. What? So, this is our double roundhouse kick, part two, where Chuck Norris... Dude. Defeats the bad guy. He rolled down this. Like, why they were fighting on top of this giant monstrous hill. This guy rolled for like a mile. Yeah. Yeah. Where else would you fight, though? Right. On top of the hill. Except on top of the hill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the same channel, I was also watching Magnum P.I., which came on afterwards. I realize now Magnum P.I. is a horrible show. My parents used to watch it when I was younger. I watched it. I was like, this is bad. <laughs> I've never seen your parents watch a newer show than that. When you I go to your parents' house, we are watching a movie from the sixties every time. Right, but this is back in the day, Jay. This is like nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, we're, how old are those cowboy shows though? Oh my parents love watching westerns. How old are those though? Well, I don't know. When did they start making movies? Is when they started making westerns, like the Virginian. No, these aren't black. The Virginian. Are Some colored, of them are. These are color movies. But are they made for color? I don't think I've seen a black. Are and they white made in your for house. color TVs? I don't I've think seen I've seen a black and white in your house. I have, I have. My dad watches black and white western movies, and you know what? More power to him because it makes him happy. It works for him. And he also wears his flannel, wears his jeans, and he sits in his lazy boy. He's eighty-three. He deserves the right to relax. He was a farmer growing up. He had to work every day. Why wouldn't you want to relax all the time? R-E-L-A-X. Relax. That, folks, wraps up our episode with a little A-Rod-ism for you. Oh. Good. Go Paco. All right. Speaking of the Packers, actually, 
No lie, this is the song I had queued up. It's a great song. All right. This song, well, first off, next episode is going to be a killer because I'm going to pull stuff out of all my drawers and say, where the hell did I get this shit? When did this appear? How long have I had this item? It's going to be awesome. I guarantee there's stuff I still don't know about because I'm finding stuff here, there, and everywhere and trying to figure out what it is. So here's your closer for tonight. Until next episode. This is called, this song's called The Ghost of Vince Lombardi from Jello Biafra and the Guantanamo School of Medicine's new album, Tea Party Revenge Porn. How did you even read that? Did oh. Read yes. Did you practice that? I, that's how I do shit, man. How do you read that? I read it. Jello Biafra was the old lead singer of the Dead Kennedys. Oh. And now he's got this band, and it's amazing. And this is their new album. It came out last Friday, and that's kind of all I've been listening to. Enjoy. I'm out. This is why this country